And the masters of the universe. Hey, welcome to Two Guys, One Girl Santa, your friendly neighborhood podcast where we come together, drink some beer, and talk about the nerdy things that we love, and in some cases more. Uh, this week is episode five. Today uh, we're doing another retro podcast. Um, we, we did one a couple episodes ago on Men in Black, and this one is on the 1987 movie Masters of the Universe. My name is Matt Tapia. I'm here with the Guy Girl Santa panel. Nicole. Nicole. Thank you. Thank you for coming <laughs> back again. Uh, Santa. Nice to be back. Uh, we don't have Cameron today. He hasn't made it yet. He might show up, but we do have our special guest uh, for this episode, Charity. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, Masters of the Universe was on the agenda today. It was the 30th anniversary I think it came out August 7th. August 7th, yeah. Yeah, so uh, some of us had seen it, one of us had not. Nicole, the one who had not, what did you think? Um, It was kind of nothing like I thought it would be, to be perfectly honest. Um, when I asked what this was, I was thinking like Masters of None, like the Aziz Ansari thing at first. <laughs> it's definitely not Which is that. not that. <laughs> And then he, then Santa and I said, "Oh, He Man." I was like, "Oh, the the cat people." <laughs> you, wait, like, no, like, like Thundercats? Yeah, no, that's Thundercats. <laughs> it's close. I think it, it's closer I think, to Thundercats than it is Aziz Asari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh." But I mean, he might be a Thundercat too. Yeah. There, there, there were no Thundercats present during this movie. Um, I didn't expect there to be so many lasers. <laughs> and spaceships and um, stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, the... Well, yeah, but like the lasers, that's like totally 80s. Like everything in the 80s was lasers. Everything? Yeah. Everything. I mean, lightsabers, the, the laser guns, laser tag. Everything was lasers. Lasers were the cool thing in the 80s. Lasers were cool. So, Masters of the Universe was uh, a big. Uh, toy line by Mattel and then they had uh, the, the the cartoon series the cartoon series which we we kind of watched a little watched bit a couple before of uh, and then it was like I still pop over the kids let's let's do a live action film mm-hmm. and uh, they, they did it and I, I definitely remember going to see this in the movie theaters uh, yeah in Nashville. I remember I remember the hype of this thing like it was big time Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Masters of the Universe, and then they're like Dolph Lundgren, and you're like, who? Yeah, like the <laughs> the, the, the Russian Rocky. from Rocky. Yeah, that guy. Uh, I can't cheer for him. Santa, did did you have any of the uh, action figures, or you watched the? TV yeah, I watched. Off? I grew up with it. I mean, yeah, had had some of those toys. Uh, kind of disappointed in not. I mean, outside of Skeletor and He Man, there wasn't really. There were. As far as the the. Uh, even the bad guys. I mean, the I, bad guys. Yeah, more I than wanted, the good guys. I wanted mini faces. What was mini faces? The, yeah. Mini faces. <laughs> there, there was. A, yeah, and he like uh, turned was his it, toy. I, was like, it mini faces or triface? I maybe it was triface. Tri- he, he had three the faces. The toy. Yeah, you like turned his head and like changed his face. Yeah, he, he had like, like a like a like a robot face. Yeah. Like a green monster face, and then maybe like a like a you know normal human face. None of these characters have like 
creative names in any way, shape, or form. No, no, no. 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 I mean, even you got you got He Man, you got Skeletor, you have. I mean, Skeletor's kind of the creative one. Evil Lynn. It made it very easy to see that she was evil. Yeah, just put it in with a name like Evil Lynn. I mean, what do you think when you hear Tila? Tila, Tila Tequila. Exactly. Like, oh, hey, but no, so not. They, they had man at arms, also kind of just, you know. Who was literally the man at arms, right? Like, yeah, he, yeah like that's what he was. Tila was the woman of arms, and, and the sorceress was the sorceress. The sor- yeah, she didn't even have a name. So I remember this movie coming out, and like you, Charity, I was extremely pumped. I thought it was just yeah. going to be awesome and kick ass, and I think probably as a Oh god, I guess I was maybe like eight or nine years old when it came yeah, out. Probably. To me, I was I was like eleven. Yeah. It, I would have been about to turn eleven. Okay. In I think I was nine ish, something around there. Yeah. It was a awesome summer movie right before school and you were expecting it to be like the, the cartoon, cartoon series but yeah. even better. It definitely wasn't the cartoon series. Definitely is not. I think if the, I think honestly if it would have went more that route then I think it would have been better. Because, like, nobody wanted this, like, crazy, dark He-Man thing. Nobody wanted Courtney Cox. Nope. Well, Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) Well, that was was the thing thing you kind of saw uh, in in separate movies. Separate separate movies in the 80s were just, like, if they take take place in, like, a fantasy world, why did did they got to... Why does it have to take place in the real world? You know, there's always like a, a portal and that they get, you know, right. get sucked Mine, into and then they have to like... But I know. mean, I think I think overall the movie itself just like follows like every 80s norm or everything that was like cliche about any 80s like action movie, they put it all in this movie. Well, like the portals, uh, the laser guns. Uh, uh, Canon films, they're, they're, they're known for low, low budget movies. Uh, and which they that's why they were able to make so many. And this movie was so low budget that they eventually they, they actually they, they, they used Predator. Well, they, they <laughs> used up a lot of props. It seemed like I mean, the, they looked like stormtroopers or the, the the probably the 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 midget character was a uh, leprechaun. The leprechaun. You know. <laughs> so they they definitely raided like all the old time sets and stuff, sets or and the costumes. Yeah. costumes. It, it, it was a low-budget movie. Canon did do a lot of low-budget low movies. So I did a little research uh, prior to watching and uh, read this article about the making of the Masters of the Universe. And So Canon's master plan was they wanted to do, I think, a Spider-Man movie. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've read that. Yeah. Everybody does Spider-Man movies. Everybody wanted in on that action. Uh, so they, their idea was, is instead of making like one good solid film that would hopefully make enough money that they could do something bigger budget like Spider-Man, they said, let's make two really shitty films. (laughs) And, uh, one of them was Superman four, the quest for peace, which we almost podcast, but then we realized that we didn't want to spend the 90 minutes of that hell and pick the lesser of the two evils and the other evil was uh, He-Man and the Mistress of the Universe. 
So, yes, this did not have any super, you know, special effects or CGI. It, it did have laser beams. It did have laser beams. It had uh, surfboards or, it had, or, yeah. or, or hoverboards. It had neon signs. It, it, it had Skeletor shooting, you know, power out of his hands, yeah. uh, which is a really original idea around 1987, a sorcerer shooting power out they of his had hands a, with purple lightning. But there were... Uh, Mattel, the makers of the toys, like like kind of tied Canon Films' hands with certain. They have stipulations. One of them being that He Man could not kill anybody on screen. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> but, so how did wait? But, but they could kill robots, so that's okay. Did, did oh, you, so the so Black Stormtroopers were, 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 robots. were robots. robots, which then makes sense because you were talking about how they they, they, explode. Kind of, they yeah. kind of exploded. Yeah. But you know, I'm I don't know. I think it's always kind of cool, like watch a movie like that, and I mean there are a bunch of others where like it is actual like sets and and lights and people interacting with other people. Yeah, practical effects. Yeah, where, you know, like, I think today, like, sometimes, even though it's so cool, it's, it's not. It's like, oh, well, somebody would just sat at their computer and just type that up. Well, everything, everything, everything is green screen. Even, like, the smallest little scene could be, like, green screen. I was watching the thing with Ian Ziering about Sharknado. And it's it's Good all transition. green screen yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I I guess it would be kind of like the masters of the universe of today, you know, because there were a lot of other movies at that time. I mean, the, you know, Lucas Films and Star Wars did it way better than what they were doing for Masters of the Universe. Yeah, Canon did not have the the Lucas Film budget. Yeah, they so. were like trauma film budget. They actually did some Toxic Avenger movies. Uh, Canon, yeah. <laughs> It's all coming together. Um, so, but from a special effects, what do you think, Nicole? Uh, I, it w- it was nothing to write home about. Um, I would. I, they were just effects. They weren't really that special. What about the costumes? I mean, that's the best they sort of, sort of could do instead well, of Well, yeah, having... especially I guess like uh, like Skeletor in particular. Like I, I could tell they tried really hard to make it. Both so that he looked like a skull, but also so that he had the expressiveness of like the rest of the actors, so he could actually act, I suppose. Do, do you think he was a skeleton underneath his robes? I thought he was. Apparently he's not, right? Is he? You guys were saying. I, I don't think so. No, you guys are saying he's a skeleton. Well, I mean, what, what do they have in the cartoon Santa? He's got a pretty buff he's, body. He's pretty buff, yeah. yeah he's, a, he's, he's just tough. a skull. Like, what about his neck? Is that bone or like flesh? It's all. It's all fantasy, you know. Yeah, so it's like a, he had like a muscular neck. Yeah. Like he was built, except for his head was a skull face. So maybe he got caught up in like a bad, like toxic. Melted his face melted off, his face off like, like like Joker kind of. Because of low budget, maybe that's what why it explains why they had to go to the the real world or the Earth because they don't have to pay, pay as, as much, much for. Yeah. I, I think I think so. A right? fantasy setting. You know, well, and then all, I mean, clearly there's all these amazing creatures that live in Eternia. Yeah. And if they're going to make the whole movie in Eternia, then that's even more special effects. Because we never saw the. No, Castle Grayskull. We saw it inside it. 
and that was a simple Ooh. set. There is a shot in the beginning. But that's easy paper. Yeah, yeah that, that probably Yeah, no, it, it's probably the best shot in the whole movie, honestly. It looked really good. It was like gray and kind of set into the mountain. It had the face. They had the two wings off to the side. And like There's like some firelight in it. If I had not watched that cartoon for 30 minutes before we actually watched that movie... I would not have gotten anything out of it. Like they did not explain anything. Like, no, you you bring up a really like, good point. I, you had to be a follower of the of the comic books or the TV series to get everything because th- there is no backstory, right? There, there is no no, no backstory at all. Like so, they don't even bring up the whole like Prince Adam factor. What? Or anything. That's it. I they kind of skipped all that. They yeah, yeah. Really... He Man was his secret identity. He Man was his secret identity. The, 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 there's a line on a blade, like he you know he uh, squares up on He Man. He's like, I've been waiting a long time for this, and I'm like, you know, have we? Yeah. It was even worse with Blade because I'm like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> like, you're like this new bad guy that works for Skeletor, so that they can sell another action figure. Mm-hmm. They they didn't even want to. Spend the budget on Triface or Many Faces or whatever. Triclops is the name. Triclops. Triclops. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Oh, wait, wait. Is the guy that we're it thinking was his about eyes. the good guy? I think the guy that we're talking about with the head that rotates might actually be on like He Man's side. No, no. Triclops is the guy who can change his. Uh, is rotate. it okay? Yeah, but he's is he a good guy? No, he's, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like green and it looked yeah. kind of like a spaceship yeah. around his eyes. The other, it was his the eyes. It wasn't his whole face. Was the other he? big bad guy was Trapjaw. Trapjaw. Right. Trapjaw's in the movie. No, no Trapjaw no, no. was on the cartoon watch. The cartoon before. watch. So, let, let, let's, for those of us that haven't seen or listening who haven't seen this movie, let's, let's, let's summarize the plot. Uh, so, Skeletor invades Castle Grayskull, which is the home of the Sorceress and, and He-Man, and does so uh, by teleporting in through this cosmic key. And the cosmic key was invented by this midget, as you guys were referring to him as, Gwildor. And uh, Gwildor uh, actually has two cosmic keys. So Skeletor has one, he has another one. Uh, they get into Castle Grayskull, they, they are surrounded by Skeletor's man, and they escape with the other cosmic key to whatever place they can go, and they happen to end up in Earth. Yes. With Courtney Cox and her lame ass high school musician boyfriend. Yeah, but he had perfect pitch. He he well He he he, did he? Could, he could play that role into like nobody's business. He he, he well, just needs to hear something a couple times. Times and, and he's got it. Yeah. Well he he thought the Either that or he saw key, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> he thought the cosmic key was like some Japanese synthesizer. And yeah. He kept like, on playing the, with it. The I'm, whole power of the synthesizer and the right tones to like send you to another planet was just so hilariously eighties, like Yeah. Well, you need more than just that. I mean they're they, Yeah, I mean Howard the Duck figured that out. He knew tones. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Howard so, the Duck. <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna just keep it crappy eighties movies, I mean you gotta like bring that aspect in, mm-hmm. like that's what Howard the Duck did. So, I don't even know if I want to go to the Howard Duck, but Courtney Cox and her boyfriend help He-Man basically, you know, save Earth so he can save Eternia, and that's pretty much the plot. That's it, yeah. So, Gildor was also a new character 
it was supposed to yeah. be Orko, but because Orko is some floating alien Ghost, musician, yeah. yeah, that that again. Orko was way cooler than Wildorf, though. Orko. Like, oh, totally. Orko's the guy that looks like the Black Mage from Final Fantasy Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or kind of like uh, Marvin <laughs> the Martian who? a little bit. Maybe. Who is this? He looks like VT from the Final Fantasy Nine. The little black mage who wears a pointy hat and he black magic. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole different sect that's listening. There. So they they did <laughs> cut budgets uh, by uh, filming on Earth, which is okay. That's fine. They could have made a great movie on Earth, uh, but they chose the place on Earth where practically nobody lives. Right. According well, to this, there were no other people other than the five okay, Earthlings yeah. that were in the According movie. According to this, they, they were in New Jersey. So, but, but, but I she thought was she was going, going to New Jersey. Yeah, New so Jersey. I don't think they was ever really... They did live on the coast. I don't think it was, it was ever really said where they were. There's no way. There aren't palm trees in New Jersey. Yeah. There were palm trees in the movie. <laughs> Once again, I mean, we, we had a film I mean, on set. If there are palm trees in New Jersey, but here's I want to see them. The thing is, there is all this... Destruction going on. There's a million alleys. Uh, right. There's a million suburb homes with the lights on, and the only extra people that we see besides He-Man, Skeletor's people, uh, Courtney Cox, her lame-ass boyfriend, is uh, uh, the cops. The, the, yeah, well, cops. cops later. The, yeah. the, the 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 one cop from Back to the Future. What's his name? James Tolkien Strickland from Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Charlie, the musician guy. Who oh, the guy that does the, the music store. And, yeah. and then the the wow, the, 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 the janitor and the uh, the janitor got in, his ass in, in the high school. Like, you don't want to know. <laughs> well, well, you never want to know you what I saw or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was horrible. What life. Uh, so you never want to know. They they couldn't even really cast extras. That's just how cheap ass this. Yeah. Was. Well, yeah. It it definitely needed extras for sure because like nobody was going to the prom. The 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 party at the gym. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was the prom? The guy was playing the prom. They, they had nobody had was going to the prom. Had all the decorations, doing sound check. Uh, yeah, man, they were ready to go for that prom. No one. Nobody came. Nobody was there, and if anybody was coming in afterwards, it's a total mess now. Yeah, like yeah. It was going to be a total mess anyway with Kevin, Courtney Cox's boyfriend, as yeah, a synthesizer band person. Kevin on the synthesizer jams. <laughs> I mean, he's doing a sound check by himself. Where's his other bandmates? Yeah, like, I they, guess he they, could just not all, to do a soundtrack. all the band they need. Yeah, he, he knew everything. He's <laughs> well, he, like, he I'm the all the instrument you. techs and the sound guy and the lighting guy. I'm all the guys for this band. We're, we're synthesizers at the <coughs> Like, well, I know it's like a joke, like, 80s music is all synthesizers. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah pop yeah. was huge in the 80s. No, yeah, yeah, that's... It, it's that's still cool. The music's still cool. I mean, people, like... It's still attend by the thousands to go see Hall and Oates. There's a lot of synthesizers there. Like you know that Herbie Hancock lick like off the top of your head. But like nothing this do, <laughs> do you Do I Oh you oh is that Herbie Hancock or That's that, Herbie Hancock. I thought that was Van Hammer or somebody. No, it's called like something hammer. Okay. You're talking about the uh, soundtrack. Oh, you're, from, are like, you thinking Beverly of Hans Zimmer? Beverly Hills Cop, right? Hans Zimmer. That, that's uh, wasn't that the guy who did all the Miami Vice stuff? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you were doing the the uh, the Beverly Hills Cop. All right. Well, that was Axel F. Okay. 
Oh, that's that's Axel's uh, theme song, Axel Foley's. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think that was that one. I think that was a different one. They all sound very similar. I mean, like they, a, a well, lot yeah, of the music yeah. in, the, in this movie sounded like you know, Star, Wars. Star Wars, Superman. Superman. So, so let's let's talk about just how okay. Another budget thing is not only did they steal the costume from all the wherever they could. Movies, <laughs> They spent no money on extras. They they couldn't even afford to film it in Eternia. They had to film it like in some back lot. They also stole like every single eighties line of any of action movie. Yeah, like uh, let her go. Uh, I'll be back. They didn't do wax on, wax off. They didn't. Which, if they I had mean, that could have been kind of. They would have fit. They, I mean, you they supposedly they supposedly were going to overdub uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren's voice with, with another actor. You mean with his great acting ability? Yeah. They were yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We we weren't happy with his. Vocal yeah, really. But then they. Uh, but Dolph Lundgren had it in his contract that that he would he was going to get multiple chances to do it in studio by himself. And, and then they didn't have the money for it, so they just kept his. So, his so basically, yeah. Oh, wow. So, that that Rocky, really, had, really Rocky had a way bigger budget. That is <laughs> They're so, like, yeah, you're not talking. So, when they started the movie, they had plans to spend more money to overdub Dolph Lagren's voice because they thought nobody would understand no. it. Dolph Lundgren probably like fought a lot with his agent to get the right to have his voice in it. Like, you know, I'll overdub it, I'll do it as many times as it takes for me to say, you know, oh. don't touch her, <laughs> or where where is the key, or I, I will <laughs> save you, <laughs> I'll save you. Uh, and even though they spent a lot of time on that, they didn't have enough money to overdub it, so they said, I guess what we're going to have to use his line. Yeah, it, it's good. Well, well, it's good as good, it is. Good as it, yeah. it feels. Like all the lines they gave him were like afterthoughts like they they weren't really anything well I wonder if that was like because they were looking at overdubbing his yeah, lines that's, that's what they I'm probably thinking. didn't write anything in for him to say mm-hmm. like it would have the overdub actor would have just read whatever line in response to whatever was happening so like they didn't have anything for the dude to say not like any of the other lines anybody else had were great, but his were particularly bad. So, th- I mean, let, let's face it. They probably casted him because He-Man is a big muscular guy, and this this was the closest to a muscular guy that had blonde hair that, that we had available to us. Well, that was also newest enough where they probably didn't have to pay him that much. Right. Because they probably weren't, they weren't getting a Schwarzenegger. You know, yeah. Yeah. Was Rocky Four already done? I mean, is Rocky, he at least getting would, Rocky money? I would... Yeah, Rocky I'm gonna say had it was to be done. Four. I think well, Rocky well, you, was... You, otherwise, why would they... You wouldn't have known who yeah. Dolph Lundgren This would have been yes. really random. Rocky yeah, right. was at, Rocky Four was eighty five, but okay, so but, but he didn't have that many lines in Rocky Four, so it was not yeah, like, he, it was not like he, was a, he was a great. Yeah, the the girl spoke for him all the yeah. time in Rocky uh, Four. Uh, God, Brigitte uh, Nelson. Brigitte Nelson. <laughs> yeah. Flavor <laughs> yeah. Flav. <laughs> she got into that shit, didn't she? Did a freak. <laughs> so he, he, he had. Let, let, I mean, I think we can summarize all the lines that he had in, in Rocky Four on one hand. He, he I, I must break you, you. and uh, you will lose. If he dies, he dies. Doesn't there something like "I don't crush you"? 
Those don't know. sound like lines from He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were the same lines. They, just... they were just with a Russian accent. Yeah, maybe he should have kept the Russian accent. Where is Dolph Lundgren from? Sweden. 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 He's got a master's in uh, chemical engineering. And now he's doing He-Man. Well, now he's the, not. Now, who knows I mean, what the hell he's doing? Well, he was in uh, the Expendables. He's been in a bunch of Expendables uh, movies. Expendables, uh, yeah. Well, Santa, why is Dolph Lundgren in the Expendables? Because he was an action star. That's how the Expendables, they got old action stars to be in. What was in he an the, action star in? He was in Rocky IV. He was in He-Man. <laughs> uh uh. What's the one with uh, John Claude? They didn't have. Well, that. Never mind. I can't say he that. Was, That's in bad, t- bad taste. He was in the 1989 film The Punisher. Ooh. Oh, there was another oh, was one he, we didn't want. He was the original. Was he one of the original yeah. Punisher? He was the. Yeah. That, well, not no, the, he wasn't the Punisher. Nick Cage was the Punisher. No, no, he? that was Ghost uh, Rider. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. All right. uh, yeah, yeah. He was the. Because uh, there was Punisher like that. I think I think ultimately maybe 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 just Dolph Lundgren was before his time, like before like studios really invested in like making like quality um, action hero comic book hero character movies or action heroes that could speak lines. Right. They just wanted action heroes that were doing stuff. It was so weird. He had like half a dozen lines. It felt like throughout the whole movie, just like. I will save you to like Courtney Cox. And she's like, so they they say they saved up the best lines for Skeletor. Uh, I think Frank Langella was probably who played Skeletor. And if you you ask me what great movie Frank Langella was in, I don't really know. I can tell you a lot of movies he was in, but I don't know what it, what a great movie he was I, in. I I really don't know. I mean, Courtney Cox was the big star of that film for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So and, and she probably got paid. One of the, I mean, one she of the was least. probably no. I bet she was doing pretty good because she would have been on Family Ties. She would have been a fairly known face at that point. She'd already done the Springsteen stuff, and but she's also she's female. A, so well, yeah, that always I'm, means you're yeah. paid less. Yeah. When a, in a low budget movie like this, you're probably <laughs> yeah. It's not like she was in like a J, you know. A it wasn't Friday like she was like or, Aniston and in Leprechaun or yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> her, her her biggest. Uh, regret is that she got paid less than her boyfriend in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what has he done lately? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Name that guy. Yeah. He, he's like, he reminds me of the guy from uh, Caddyshack that was... Uh, the, the, yeah, the, the, the guy that was in Caddyshack that like one movie. That yeah, he in, and he was in like... The, the kid who won. Yeah, yeah, Danny. Played Chevy Chase, Danny. Danny. I mean, yeah. he, he, he's done other stuff. He was, he was in Roseanne. He played Jackie's wife, or husband, uh, for like a season or two. Is that the one of Beater? No, that was somebody else. Oh, okay. I think he looks like uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd? Paul Robert Rudd. Really? Oh. Well, I, I do not see I that. I don't see it at all either. Well, why do you see I was going to say more like, what's the kid who is in, uh, faces. <laughs> in Mask? What was that kid? Jason Oh, oh, uh, Jason oh. Stoltz? Oh, okay. You're, you're close. It's something like that. Eric Stoltz. Eric, Eric Stoltz. Stoltz. He was on Voyager. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh Star Trek he was. Boy. Star Trek Wasn't Boy. He? Yeah. Oh, he was wow. Tom he was the uh, lieutenant guy. You, I, I, I didn't even one? watch Voyager that That's much. That's the one that had, was. Is that Will Wheaton? No, no, no. That's no, the, no, no. the Russian lady from Orange is the New Black. Will Wheaton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Jane Calloway, right? Captain Janeway. Captain, or Jane Janeway, whatever. Wow. So everybody's a big Star Trek fan. Oh my god, he is. Yeah, okay, well, I I think... He didn't grow to look like Paul What's his actor's name? His name is... Robert, Robert McNeil. All right, Robert, I apologize to say that you just you did nothing after, uh, you know, Masters of the Universe. You had a great oh, that was the master. That was Kevin. Yeah, that was Kevin. Oh, uh, okay. Courtney Cox's voice. So what happened to Courtney Cox after Masters of the I, Universe? I think she did okay. Did I get a launching pad for her? I think I think it I think it it may have helped her out in her career. Yeah, she got she got away from the palm trees. Well, no, she went to New Jersey. And it didn't work out there, but she managed to get a great apartment in New York. Yeah. With two of her best friends, Lisa Kudrow. I want to imagine that that's all the same universe. It's the master. Courtney Cox is the master of the universe. Yeah, and she just uh, like. The the sorceress. uh, Who's that? She ended up being Monica's mom. On Friends. <laughs> no. Oh. oh. Full circle. Wow. Full circle. Wow. So this is just a big launching ground for Friends. <laughs> so many connections. Because I'm sure Beast Band was probably uh, <laughs> uh, Joey uh, Matt Tribbiani, LeBlanc. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> yeah. And, and maybe Skeletor's really Ross. I mean, he's kind of whiny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Skeletor is so whiny. He is whiny. Skeletor he is whiny. whiny. All he does is he bitches and moans. Well, well, and he's worried about himself. That's all he worries that's, about. That's where it's it gets very, it. Well, that's just a simple, like, target and a bad guy. What was that line? The, like, uh, being alone, like, good loneliness? Yeah, there's, like, there's, a, there's a loneliness of being good. Is it, is it as bad as loneliness of being evil? <laughs> Again, he got all the best lines. It was basically, we, we wrote all these awesome, like, really powerful lines for He-Man of just, you know, you know, eternity will, sur- will survive and you will not win. And, and they were just like, God, he can't read them for shit. And like, <laughs> we're just going to have to write all these lines. We'll steal, we'll steal some lines from Shakespeare because I'm pretty sure he... He quoted uh, uh, some Shakespeare a couple of times. Yeah, that was Dolph Lundgren did? No. no. Oh, I was like... Oh. Dolph Lundgren can't even spell Shakespeare. It, well, that's, that was for sure. It, it, th- this wasn't a good movie, but was it not a good movie just because the story was terrible or that the characters didn't sell it or was it just a bad movie because they didn't spend enough money on it to make it? See. I don't. I don't think it has to necessarily do with the money on it. I mean, yeah, that has some factor, but the writing was horrible. Whoever wrote this fucking thing should never write a movie again. And I'm sure it's somebody who's now written some Oscar-winning film. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge that, <laughs> but I doubt that. But you know, who who knows? I mean, this but, was uh, the first time you've seen it, Nicole. I mean, was it was it? Was it a movie you'll, you'll watch again, or, or... Uh, you know, I think once was enough. <laughs> I had a great Saturday night with my friends. I'm just here for but, the company. But, yeah, I'm just here for the company. <laughs> you were hoping for a more, like, sword-fighting kind yeah, of... Yeah, first of all, there were, like, there were basically no sword fights in this. What? Are you kidding me? No, he, he, okay, the he, final battle he was got... a sword fight. They whipped their swords out. If you could see it. Well, yeah, but then they would just be like, and then, you know, they would clash, and then, like, they were always kind of at the bottom of the frame. Well, I I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, like, 
They weren't really sword fighting? They weren't. Well, no, I think it's just like, you know, even though they're like, they're impressive people to talk about within the cast who went on to do other things, but like, they, they, everybody was so young, didn't, they didn't have a grasp on it. And like, you know, just the idea of combat, actual like physical, personal person combat is, is, it's a hard thing to master. And it doesn't matter how, like, built or strong or anything that you are. It's the, that accuracy of making it really look like you took the hit or knowing when to stop a hit at the cheek or whatever. I mean, so, as much fun as people make, that's one of the things that, like, wrestling does better than anything else out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know... So I think you're dealing with a lot of like just really young, inexperienced actors, mm-hmm. a bunch of bad writing, a bunch of crazy like budgetary restraints, and like ultimately, I think the worst thing is the writing. I think the writing was just horrible, and like it was the you couldn't that... sell it. Like you know, effects could be cheesy, but if like you're not falling for these characters. And the simple fact that it, it was written horribly, like, you, you had no idea of... You had to already have watched the cartoon, and it played well, with the yeah. toys. Well, even, even, I don't think watching the cartoon would have helped that much, because it was, because this world is so different. The only, yeah, all it was you completely is, different than all the All you cartoon. have is Skeletor and, and He-Man. And, that was the thing, like, when we watched the cartoon beforehand, we had, we had the cat... Mm-hmm. Ranger. We yeah. had we had his parents. More we had you know. He, so it, in that thirty minute cartoon, you said you got more out of the. I got more out of the thirty minute cartoon than yeah. I did this. Yeah. Yeah, and then you watched the movie and was. It didn't it didn't feel like you know. They, it felt like they just took the they saw a picture of the character, and had his name, and then picked a couple others and then made something. I'm pretty sure that there were no toys made from this movie. <laughs> No, no. I, I think they made Blade. <laughs> no. They made Blade? Uh, yeah. I think, I'm pretty sure they made Blade. Didn't they change up the He-Man, though? After uh, this, this is about the end of He-Man, though. Well, I mean, how can you go back after yeah. this? I mean, they it probably didn't. Like, yeah. It got, it got re- uh, the cartoon got, uh, there's some new iterations of it. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But, like, you know, 87, I mean, He-Man was done. Yeah. He Man was almost done. Yeah, the cartoon like, came out. The cartoon in three. So okay, yeah, four, I was like four it, years. That's mm-hmm. about as long as a cartoon like that's going to go. Well, and you're well, the too. I mean, from a marketing standpoint, like your audience grew up. Like they're no longer the five year old kids. They're now ten. They're playing GI Joe. They're, they're playing GI Joe. <laughs> Transformers. I mean, Transformers. Yeah, I mean, Ninja Turtles was like two years away. So, or. As as Ninja cartoon. Turtles was still the cartoon. I think was like 89, 88. 88. Yeah. I remember the, the movie, movie was movie like 89, 90. Yeah. Okay. So that, that uh, brings us to uh, trivia time. Oh, I got a question. Oh, who's got? Who's got? Okay, go for it. I go got a Nicole. question. So the guy that wrote this uh, wonderful movie also wrote four other movies in the eighties. Oh wow! I want one of you to name one of those movies from the eighties. Can we at least know who the director is, or who the writer is? He's the he's the writer of. What, what, yeah, what's his, his name? name? His name is David Odell. 
And I'll give you a hint that I've seen one of these movies. Oh. <laughs> well, that just, narrows it down. Just one of them. Just one. Did, did it was... I have no, no idea. cell phones at the table, Sam. Yeah. I'm going to go... Did he write Leprechaun? He did not write Leprechaun, but he... Any other guesses? Oh, um, oh it's a Robo-Cop. horror movie. Hmm? Robocop? Nope. He wrote a horror movie? I haven't seen Robocop. He wrote a horror movie. Oh, Toxic uh, Avenger. No. One of these might be a horror movie called Running Scared. Running Scared? No, no, Running Scared is, is not. not it's about cops. <laughs> yeah. It's a good it movie. It kind of sounds like Actually, horror. Running Scared is a pretty good movie. It's uh, Billy Crystal and Danny oh. Glover. But the movie... Danny Glover or uh, oh, the, the tap dancer guy. Oh, um, Hines. Gregory Hines. Gregory Hines. No, that was White Knights, wasn't it? No, that was Mikhail Baryshnikov. Running scare was Ken Wall, Judge Reinhold, John Saxon, Bradford Dillman. Judge Reinhold, that's a Breville's cop callback. I thought it was a cop movie. Okay, so wait, wait. Go go over the four movies. The movie, so there's Running Scare is the first one. The one I've seen is 1982's The Dark Crystal. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, 1983, Nate and Hayes. I don't know. I'm not sure what that is. And 1984, Supergirl. Oh, God. Talk oh. about another bad. So this guy just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. I uh, hope you're really nice, but you suck. Supergirl was another movie that added this magic that didn't need to be there in the universe. Did she get like a purple halo or something? Yeah, because the... the she was a blonde girl. Yeah, no. Helen Slater played Supergirl, but her... No relation to Christian. Yes, <laughs> even though ooh, another trivia time. What's what's the movie that Christian Slater and Helen Slater were were in? The Legend of Billy Jean. Oh wow, wow, oh wow. So speaking of also sister or not, well, you know, spoiler. It's his, it's his sister. Who is He Man's sister? Shira. Shira, the Princess of Power. I can't. Twin make... sister. Twin. Yeah, ooh. it was his twin sister. What? what was her name though? Leela? Tila? She, no. She, Shira. That's what we just said. No, no, she's got a name. No, she's uh, got a real oh, name too. Oh, oh, like like Prince Adam. Adam. She was like, like Princess uh, Leela or uh, something. Uh, no, it was begin with an A. It was like Andrea or uh, Adela. Adele. Well, I remember Adora. 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 I remember when. Wasn't that like Bewitched? No. No, that was Endora. Yeah. When, that was the mom, I think. Yeah. When Santino was explaining what He-Man was to me when we first decided on this, he's like, well, you know Shira? And I was like, Barbarella? <laughs> Barbarella's way hotter but, than but Shira. But Shira was, that was the, the, s- the, the Wonder Woman of the 80s. Yeah, we never, we, we never got a physical, like, human woman as Shira. I don't we think, did not. Did we? So I think that was supposed to be the sequel because mm. okay. So spoiler alert. This is again spoiler oh. full, not spoiler free. Uh, you know, uh, Skeletor at the end uh, survives the pitfall, unlike the Emperor. And he'll be back. And he'll he said, back. "I'll be back again." Another line that we stole from another. I, I saw that in another movie, kind of much like his death scene was part of another movie. But they could not get the money together, shocker, to put together another. He-Man movie. They did uh, have a... They the had, they, they had a bunch of stuff, and they had an idea, and they and that movie did actually get made, but it wasn't He-Man. It was a movie called Cyborg that John Claude Van Damme was in. Oh, oh, I remember Cyborg. Right, yes. 
that it, was, was it really? Yeah, that was what? a script and everything they had. You know, honestly, be... Dolph Lundgren, I love it. He's got a great body. He really does. Incredible, incredible body. But I really think maybe Jean-Claude Van Damme would have been a better He-Man. Well, uh, I think... He's he, a better actor. I think All any, in all, he's a, he's a better actor. Not <laughs> like he's the greatest actor in the world, by any means. That was the biggest issue, was uh, he was such a bad actor, I think. Well, I mean, well, you don't... You don't he's an action guy. You don't, I mean, like... I mean, you know, here's what it is. They probably... The people in Hollywood were probably like, oh, you know what? They did this with Schwarzenegger. We'll do it with you. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. No. I don't think that Dolph ever exuded the character that Schwarzenegger did. Just in his own, like, person. Mm. You know, he always had that stoic, like, Russian boxer. And I don't know if that was just planted in your head because that was the first time you've seen him or what, but... It, it was really a, you know, cold and unemotional performance. If you had seen uh, the cartoons, He-Man was all about, you know, look, you know, good will win. Uh, you know, I will, I will even be friends with Skeletor if it means saving, you know, the world or, or the universe. Yeah. Uh, and... It was just a very just cold and stale performance. The person that reminds me of the He-Man that I saw Bruce Lee in the cartoons the most, and if they really do make this movie in 2019, it should be John Cena, right? Why? (laughs) What? That's why I'm dreaming. No, I I, I think John Cena's a good choice. I mean, dreamcasting the 2019... The revamp. They have so a, they're doing it. So they are doing a sequel. Yeah, they're not. We're not in a sequel. They, they, it's a, it's a new. It's a, it's a reboot. Sony's doing it. So. So it's got okay. some money. Yeah, it's got uh, some money. It's gonna have money. All they have is a, all they have is a release date. They know they wanted to get it out December eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. For whatever reason. Is when does is there is a, that, what's the Star Wars that year? Uh. There That's is no Star Wars that year. There yeah, is. Then, it would be like the Han Solo uh, movie or something. Yeah. No, no. What, uh, so this year. 2018 would be Han Solo. Han Solo is, is, is 2018. And then the episode 9 mm. is is early. Uh, it's not in December. They're not doing They're it. They're not doing it in December? Yeah, they're not doing it in May. Uh, because. They want to get the summer box office. I'm trying to think of when the. Uh, uh, What's the, the Boba Fett movie? Avengers 4. They haven't announced that yet. So th- we don't know if they're going to do that. They're gonna see how the Han Solo thing does. Cause okay. I mean, I'm, that's a whole another thing. Like, yeah, I know. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. We're like, veering way like, far away. Like we already did Rogue One, and we didn't so Han Solo, yeah. We I mean, I guess if there's if there, but if there's really nothing slated to come out at that time, then yeah, it's a perfect time to do it. Yeah, and, you know, get Christmas. get all these people our age to take their kids to go see He Man. Then we're gonna reboot the whole toy line. It'll have a brief resurgence. So it should be John Cena because he's already got it's the. John he's, Cena. Yeah, he's John Cena. I don't disagree with you. I don't know if John Cena's going to be any better of an actor than Dolph Lundgren, though. You've seen him in. John uh, Cena's. In I can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been for the past fifteen years in wrestling? You can't see John Cena. You can't see him. <laughs> well, so uh, on a. Scale one to five, Santa. How do you rate Masters of the Universe? This movie gets a one. A one, really? That low? Huh? Can I go lower? 
Wow. You said one to five. One, one to five. five. <laughs> I mean, you can, I guess, oh, yeah, you did say one to five. Yeah. I did like a 35 for Wonder Woman, so I think you can. You can go like negative 35. Yeah. If you no, I'll give it a one. There's, because it, 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 it isn't like so bad that it's kind of good that, that it developed, like there's a yeah. kind of a cult following. Because like, I, I don't see how, how you can like this movie the, at all. It, it didn't keep you He-Man. Mm-hmm. Charity, what do you think? Scale one to five. I'll give it. I'll give it two. I'll give it. But one of those stars is for the the heartbreak of childhood of seeing this movie and how it like just destroyed every image of He Man you had. So the, to watch it again as that, an that adult, gave you a star. It gave it a star okay. because like to watch it now, I'm like, oh yeah, that that was one of the first times I felt heartbreak. <laughs> You know, like, oh, disappointment! Disappointment! Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and also give it about two stars. I, I, I can watch this actually over again. It was actually kind of fun to watch it over again. Uh, but He Man was just a terrible, terrible, terrible representation done by Dolph Lundgren. They did not include enough. Uh, characters from the comic books and the TV series for it to really carry it. I, I was so I was disappointed, like you were, Charity. Yeah. That I I didn't see. You know, I I saw Beast Man, but he was no just, Ram Man, no Ram Man, no no Merman, no, no Merman, Merman. no Orko. We had to wait until like the almost like the la- his last line was basically I have the power. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they didn't make the. I mean, in the cartoon series, that sword was really really important and yeah. the, the sword was he, just sort of nothing yeah he used his laser and, well and then they made a whole thing of him pulling it out of the 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 sheath holder yeah. thing yeah. and it was like because they had line. to have one line of him saying i have the power because yeah. they didn't do that it, but most of the time he's yeah. just using his sword to like help deflect like the laser beams mm-hmm. and you're I, like i I, I, if they're going to do this 2019 reboot or whatever, they they should do it more in the vein of uh, more fantasy, like more Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings kind of it thing. Be, it should be an origin story too, I think. Because yeah, I think yeah, you definitely I think you want have to, get to that, do that. You have now. to do it now because like so many people do. You didn't know. know who he no, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. I lost my my attention. Yeah, if you had just seen that and it had not seen the cartoon, you'd been like, what I would the have, fuck is this? I would have been really lost and. Yeah. I honestly, I had more fun watching the cartoon for thirty minutes. Wow. Before that then. says a lot. So so on a scale one to five, Nicole, where you at? I would definitely give it a one. Wow. Um, like I, like it wasn't it wasn't a good movie and. I didn't get what was going on really. Mm. Um, it didn't have cool, fun action scenes. Um, <laughs> well, wait, you you didn't enjoy that sword fight at the end with Skeletor in the in the, in the not, dark club. I yeah. did not enjoy that. Um, Courtney Cox was basically worthless. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, she did a really bad she job. Did, that she that, did, that one scene friends? where she kind of pulled out her hair, and she <laughs> got scared. Oh, <laughs> ah! She had every motion, every soap opera's actress. Yeah, she, she overacted, and all she did was basically cling on Dolph Lundgren, and he said, "Oh, save you." <laughs> yeah, no, no good. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, uh, one time soon we can watch another canon favorite. I, I, I'm only feeling 
bad Dark. about doing this podcast that we didn't do Superman 4 because I would have been curious if if Superman 4 would have gotten a higher or lower score than Masters of the Universe. I'd probably give Superman 4 a higher score than Masters of the you Universe. You have not seen Superman 4 recently, I guarantee well, you. Well, that is true. That is true. But... I don't know. I don't know. You at least know Superman's story, whereas like if you, like for Nicole, like you don't know. If you didn't know the He-Man thing, you're not gonna know it from watching this movie. So, uh, did you did you all end up seeing Atomic Bond yesterday? We did not. Oh no. We might go see it tomorrow. Okay. Uh, have so Comic Con, uh, San Diego Comic Con was just last week. Last week, was it last week? or two weeks ago, maybe last week, two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. A lot of good trailers that came out of so, it. Who, who saw the uh, the Justice League one? I Ooh, saw, I saw Justice it. League. I did. It, see it looks it. it looks fine, but a tra- the trailer's supposed to look good. Right. I'm, well, that's how they get you in there. <laughs> I, I do think they did a good job in doing the trailer, how where they didn't really say anything about the plot so I'm still like I haven't seen everything yet but is, it was just still is Justice like, League I mean is it gonna be like you know all of those characters yeah it's, it's yeah they're, it's like, they're, it's like they're, they're Avengers well, yeah. they're, they're coming in well who are they calling the Justice League uh so it's uh Bat- Batman, Wonder Woman, okay. uh Cyborg, Cyborg. uh Aquaman, Aquaman and the Flash, Flash. okay Okay. And then we know Superman's coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there was this clear dialogue well, at the end of the trailer yeah, with Alfred yeah. uh, that he's talking to somebody, and you know it's everybody knows it's Superman. It's Superman. I mean, he has to come back. Uh, I they they focus a lot on Wonder Woman, which I thought was a smart idea because Wonder Woman Wonder was Wonder the best thing that's come out of DC. A lot of people are calling this Wonder Woman one point five. Ooh. And I'd be fine with that because Wonder Woman was yeah. one of the better rated. Movies. I mean, yeah, but on, shit. on the Nicole car- gave it a thirty-five out of five. Thirty-five sorry. out of five. On on the cartoon, though, Wonder Woman isn't like a major character. No, no, she is. She's one of the. I, have, mean, have, I mean, she's on there, yeah. They but, have the like, big three. I mean, you know, I guess so. She's like I do point- like that they're at least going to incorporate Aquaman. I know, like. The Aquaman didn't he, look bad. He, Cyborg looked kind of silly. looked like a Iron Man out there. And, and, I, and Flash, I don't like this whole like electrifying, yeah, lightning. That that that's oh. that's not working out well for me. I I, I still like. I think yeah, this would be a good one maybe to do. Would be Flash Gordon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah like what is seventy eight release? They should get the guy that played Flash Gordon to be the next He Man. Well, yeah, but he'd be like seventy he, 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 he had a cameo well, in what, the movie. What's wrong with that? I mean, he can do it. We, it what, 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 what movie? Ted. He yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Ted, Ted and Mark Wahlberg love uh, love Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Flash Gordon's great. I mean, it's one of those. I, there's that like weird genre of like Barbarella and heavy metal and uh, Aven- yeah, to- even Toxic yeah. Avenger to some extent. Flash yeah. Gordon that were these like. Awesome, like over sexualized, like superheroes that you're like, wow, this is kind of dirty, but I like it. Did you all see the trailer for Ready Player One? I did. Uh, so I was kind of curious about that, and I and I 
again, the What's little that? the Google searches, <laughs> and it, Ooh, it was a book. Did well. you read the book? I did read the book. It was the, the first book I finished this year, and I read it, I think, in the span of like two or three days, so I read it. So what, what's the overall premise of that movie? I read it really quickly. Um, basically, it's set in the future, and in the future, everything's a little... Um, is it dystopian? It's is a it little. Di- it's a little dystopian, but basically, I hear it's hot right now. Yeah. Well, the is the, it Pam? The I the, hear Pam's really hot right now. The the Earth is a little a little grim right now, but most of the time people spend their time in VR. Okay. Oh. So it's set in the future, but not so far in the future. So the the guy that started this VR company basically is like uh, the Steve Jobs of today. Okay. Uh, and so he grew up in the 80s. That's when he's most nostalgic. So okay. um, this VR world he created has a lot of 80s movie and video game references in it because that was what he thought of was ideal because that's what he grew up appreciating. And Spielberg's directing it. Yes. Oh, it's going to be sentimental. So I I remember there being like, there's a reason why why everybody's in the VR. So one of the reasons why is this guy like passed away. The the Steve Jobs guy. Yes. And so he has like this gigantic fortune because everybody uses this VR company to do everything go to school do work kind of like what what was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that was like Mm -hmm. that uh, Running Man Running Man was that Running Man where he did what well, he went to the virtual reality. Like, Total Recall. Recall. Total, Total Recall. Recall. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Running Man's the Ray Bradbury one. Yeah. He, so, but this guy made like a treasure map or left riddles. So like if whoever solves these riddles will get my entire fortune. So there's a lot, oh. of, a lot of people trying to do it. A little Willy Wonka in there. And yeah. this one high school kid happens to figure out the first clue before everyone else. So, but all the clues, the only way you can understand them is if you understand all the 80s references, which, you know, oh. 50, 60... How far? Yeah, 50, 60 50, years. 60 years from now in the future, it's not going to be as easy for people to get that. Right. But looking at the trailer... Because everybody from the 80s will be dead. Dead or... I, I won't be, but... 50 years? 60 years? Okay. You'd be a hundred years old. I'm live forever. What are you talking about? All right, man. I'll uh, I won't be around to tell you all about it. But, but just looking at it, there was you could see the Iron Giant. Um, some people were saying they saw there's um, a, a DeLorean. Mark. There's a lot of yeah. There's oh. a DeLorean. There's a the, the motorcycle from Akira. Like. Ooh. Oh wow! That's some, that's getting so it's just so like it's definitely got a nerd base too. It's yeah. got a huge nerd base that was called like the pop culture phenomenon mm-hmm. for a while because it was so popular. But it is a really easy book to read. It's fairly short. And it's called And One. It's called Ready Player, Ready Player One. One. Ready Player One. Like uh, you know, put that. a coin in the arcade. Yeah. The arcade. Ready if Player you, One. I think if you grew up in the '80s or have any sort of nostalgia for it, it'll really. Be something fun to read. Yeah, like I, I said, in the I, 80s, we were in the 90s. For I sure. do. I was born in 88, so I don't really. I don't remember the 80s, but <laughs> you were born a year after He-Man, maybe. I was born a year after He-Man came out. Yeah. Wow. So you didn't really see it when it I, came out. I, I, I wish I had been born a year after I was, He-Man. I was came not out. even a twinkle in my parents' eye when it came out. Mm-hmm. Charity, would you would you have given uh, Masters of the Universe a higher score if uh, there was a little bit? More skin. Yeah, definitely more skin. Like, those 
those people, other than like He-Man, were all dressed head to toe. And if you like watched the cartoon or played with the toys, they didn't look like that. Especially yeah. like, and it wasn't like even that. To me, it wasn't like even like the 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 female characters obviously stood out more to me, but. They didn't look anything like the toy. And it wasn't like... I never thought they were like... I would never be like, oh, they're too scantily clad. See, when, I, th- when I was going to ask you that question, I thought you were just going to say they needed to be more naked. Well, yeah, they do. They do <laughs> need to be more naked. <laughs> She's trying to be polite about it. But like, the, the cartoon characters were more naked than the real life characters. Like like Tila, I can understand her being covered because she's a warrior or whatever. Yeah, so she like, wasn't like, covered in the cartoon. She had that like gold like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thing. if you're a, if you're a warrior, why? But, but Evil Lynn, Evil Lynn should she was kind well, of I, I too guess covered I, in it. it. Yeah, Evil Lynn was the, way the more covered. Play. Uh, yeah, and Evil Lynn always had that kind of like green skin. You never got, you didn't get that out of the movie. She was just like pasty. Evil Lynn or, or Tila Cherry? Which one are you taking home? Who would I do? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, which keys are you going to pick at the key totally, party? Yeah, which I, keys are you picking up at the key party? Who are you praying for? Tila's or I would, I would be fine with either one. You got to pick one, though. Oh, that's hard. Uh, Walk you know, the I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Evil Lynn because I think she'd do some really dirty stuff. <laughs> I I would uh, also go with Evil Lynn. Like, she, she's gonna bite me. Tila was just not very fun. No, she was. She's a lay there. Yeah, she's just gonna lay there. <laughs> now you're gonna have to do all the work. Anyways, yeah. on that note. Uh, well, uh, thanks for doing this Petro Podcast. Hey. Cameron, where are you? Hope you're gonna be here next time. Change that diaper. Indeed. Uh, We'll see you all next time.